Welcome to Living Fully, where we attempt to glean insights from God's Word, and that helps us to live more fully into God's intentions for us in Jesus Christ. On behalf of Dr. Warren Latham and myself, I'm Dan Dunn. In Revelation chapter 1, verses 1b through 2, we read these words. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw, that is, the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. In this very first part of Revelation, we are confronted with claims as to its authenticity. It is the Word of God, and that Word is authenticated by this specific claim. He made it known by sending his angel to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw, that is, the Word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Here John is given the credential necessary for the church in the first century to hear and believe the Word of the Revelation that he is about to share with them. Credentials can be very important. When I sit down in the dentist chair, I, I see her diploma from dental school displayed on her wall. She may also have a plumber's license, but that is irrelevant to me as she approaches me with a dental tool. Her dental diploma matters, not her plumber's license. John here states the reason the revelation is to be believed and received, it is the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ delivered to John by God's messenger. This credential is part of the reason that Revelation was included in the Holy Scripture, or in the canon of the Holy Scripture, what we know today as the Bible. It is a book of 66 books, all deemed by the ancient church to comprise the whole of Scripture. It is this high view of Scripture that caused John Wesley to declare that the Bible is the primary rule and authority for faith, morals, and service against which all other authorities must be measured. Christians place themselves in great peril when they choose to ignore the Word of God or edit the Word of God to suit their own beliefs and practices. Whole denominations fail because they modify or edit the Word of God to fit their worldview. However, the greater damage is to the mission and vitality of the church in the world. God's Word has been given to us as the sufficient rule for both faith and practice. For the recipients of John's revelation to edit, change, or ignore its message, the results would be disastrous. They would not be able to withstand the persecution and would succumb to turning from the faith. And the witness of the church would be mute in a world dominating the church. God's word is true, and it is the standard against which all other truth claims must be measured. The faithful Christian, the faithful church, the faithful denomination must measure all things against the Word of God. When there is conflict between our experience, our beliefs, our practices, our opinions, and the Word of God, it is not the Word that must be altered to fit our desires, but our desires must be changed to conform to the revealed Word of God. Let's reflect on this. What rules and governs my life? What shapes my beliefs and practices? What is the foundation for my morality, my ethics, my values? Is it the revealed authoritative word of God, or do I place my judgment, my opinions, my truth above the scripture? We must remember the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, thank you for the faithful testimony of your incarnate word, Jesus, and for the faithful testimony of your written word, the Bible. Please forgive us for the times that we have elevated our opinion above the Bible and not allowed it to be authoritative for our faith and practice. We recommit ourselves today to be people of the word, people for whom the Bible speaks with truth and authority. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. May you live fully in Jesus today and may Jesus live fully in you.